Well, how are you guys doing today? Good? You know, uh, when pastor asked me if I can uh, be before you today, I always say yes to him, and I, you know, because it's a blessing to be here before you. And this bless is only through God to us, that way you can be blessed, and I can be blessed, because the things that I say, always they come to me, okay? So, that in mind, I'm going to uh, talk to you today about something really important, and we think, always we think that uh, it's only for young guys, or uh, teenagers, or somebody else, but we never think it is for us, us as an adults. How long do you need to be obedient? How old, or how old, I'm sorry, how old do you need to be obedient? All the time, correct? I mean, according with the Bible, it's all the time. I mean, you know, a lot of times you and I, we miss blessings. And you know why we miss blessings? Because we are not obedient. And, and then we say, well, why this happened to me or why that happened to me? You know why churches uh, are empty today? Because, to, don't know, exactly, that way, that, because they are not obedient. What is our call to do today? Just to come to church and worship God, right? We worship it, we worship him in the spirit and in truth. In the spirit, when the songs are sang, brothers and sisters, is nothing most beautiful to hear their singing because that thing brings you to the preaching. And to the preaching, they goes up there and somebody is touched. And I hope today, through my words, through the word of God, God can touch your life. And let's pray before I go through my text. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day, and thank you, Father, for giving me the opportunity to be before your people. Put the words that I need to say to them, Father, and just recall the things that I just studied this week. Thank you, Father, for everything you do to us. In the name above all the name, Jesus Christ, amen. So I say, well, which passage? Okay, well, first of all, let's remember something. Like always say, I like history. I don't know, my, my, my favorite team when I was in school, it was history. Why? Because they take you back then, and then you bring the things to today. Okay, well, what is the first uh, disobedience the men have? What it was the first thing that, uh, that disobedience that uh, God created Adam and Eve, okay? Correct? He told them, okay, well, you're going to be in this garden, but it's one thing that you don't need to touch. What it was? The tree, the knowledge of what good and evil, right? Well, they disobeyed. And as you tell your children, as I tell my children, if you disobeyed, disobeyed something, you're going to pay the consequences, Okay, well, do you know what the consequences is on Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God? Well, it was so simple. They disobeyed, so now they need to pay for that. Okay, well, what uh, disobedience come? He told uh, Adam, okay, now with the soul, uh, sweat of your blood, 
you what? You're going to be. Uh, what they, the disobedient happened to Eve too, right? So she got a consequences, and I feel for, for, for you girls, because really it's painful when you go through all the process to have a kid. And that is a paying the disobedience of God. You know, it's, a, it's sad to say, but God, he have a lot of things for us. And he want to bless us more and more and more every day, every day. One, uh, one of the things to come to my mind is there uh, in chapter 5, the book of Luke. Just go there, and we're going to read it right now. But before I go there, our Lord Jesus Christ, he was preaching to the crowd. He asked to Simon Peter to take his boat and go. Well, in the meantime, he, uh, Peter and all the fishermen that he was there, and uh, I, I can't pronounce that word, but help me here. Uh, Genesaret, they was there, okay. Well, what happened there? Jesus Christ, he was preaching to the crowd, correct? Okay, check it out, how, how we are so disobedient, okay? Because he was preaching to the crowd, and it was uh, thousands of people there. So, he was preaching, but and then he come to the boat, because uh, they, they went fishing all night. They don't cut nothing. Can you imagine you as a fisherman, is your, your, you know, your... Uh, you're uh, calling, and you don't have no fish. So you come disappointed, right? Okay, well, let's see what the Word of God says. And it came to pass that as the people press, oh, I'm sorry. Let us stand and read the Word of God. Sorry about that. And read it with me, please, okay? Let's read one accord. And it come to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake at Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing in the lake, but fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets, and he entered into, into out to the sheep, which was Simon, and praying him, Verse 4, all the all way to 6. Okay, so as you can see, thank you, you can be seated. As you see here, okay, uh, he was getting out because he, he was preaching the word of God. So he sit down on these boats because he see that the fisherman got there, no fish, they are washing their nets. So, and then he go out and uh, he say to, to Simon, 
just go, just do, and I just go. Okay? Well, what happened there? He told him, launch your nets. But you know how disobedient he was, Simon Peter? Because instead of launching him, what he did? He said, but Lord, all night we are fishing. I don't know how many times to you that, that passed this thing to you, but to me a bunch of times. Instead of do what he say, we always say, but, but, or this, or that, and we don't do what he called us to do. What happened with Adam and Eve? Of course, that is a, the serpent, the Satan. It was what? Getting hair in him, right? Because they want, I mean, they want uh, for them to sin. Okay, because God told them, okay, for these three, you don't going to eat. Well, here, Peter, uh, Simon Peter, uh, he said, but Lord, all night long we are uh, fishing. We don't catch nothing. Well, let me give you another example. What happened with Jonah? Jonah, he told him, you know, arose, rose up, and go to Nineveh to what? To preach the word, right? Tell him about me. Well, what Jonah did. And you know, that happened to many of us today. We know exactly what we need to do, but we don't do it. And that happened to me. I know for sure it happened to you. Okay, so Jonah, he went up there, right? And uh, he said, oh, no, I hate that people. Maybe you don't see it in the Bible, but it's exactly what happened. Because he say, what? Let them die. I don't care if they died. Well, he went to buy a ticket. And go in a boat someplace, right? Well, a storm come to them. They don't know what happened. They just, all the gods they have. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you, back then, it was more gods than it is today. And so they just do every single god. They stop the storm because we're going to die. They stop the storm because, and they, you know, whoever got, they can... Uh, raise their voice, they will, you know, do it. So, Jonah, they asked Jonah, uh, who you are? And he told them, I'm a prophet of God. What happened after that? Well, he said, just throw me out. Well, brothers and sisters, let me tell you, you are alive because God wants you alive. And he wants to be dead. But what happened? A big fish that says that what? He, boom, eat him. And he was cruising around for three days. Huh? What represents that? Well, represent that my Lord Jesus Christ, he died and rose again when? And the third day. So his consequences, I mean, his coincidences of that and my Lord and Savior? No, it's no coincidences. In the Bible, you don't find that. Is reading that way, you and I, through history, we know what we are. And what we are, we are a story in, the, in a, a Sunday school. We are sinners saved by the divine grace of Jesus Christ. Because without him, you and I, we can go to hell. But he sent his only begotten son to what? 
to whoever believed. You know what the word believe means too? Obeying what God is telling you and then you be with me and where? In paradise. Is not what he said to the man that he was on the cross with him? So Jonah, he was in the fish and then the fish, what? He said that he, the fish vomited him. Okay, and what he did? He obeyed God and went and told the Nineveh that, hey, it's a God there. So fear God. Please fear God. Fear God. And what happened? They fear God. They got saved in a way. Okay. But what happened? He obeyed God, sister. Why we have to pass through a lot of things to obey God? Simon uh, Peter here in the text that we read on uh, Luke 5. He was saying, but God, how you want me to go there and uh, throw my nets? I don't catch no fish. And you ask me to go there and do it? Another occasion too, and it's through history, in Second King chapter 5, it was a general that it was really bellier. This general... He win a many, many battles. His name is Naaman. He win too many battles, but he had something in his skin. And he was leper. Okay? Well, he talked to the king at the time. The king sent letters to him. Okay? And he told him, just go. They give, he was uh, giving money to him. He was, I mean, that way he can go and see the man of God, okay? Well, can you imagine? The man of God don't even went out to see him. And remember, back then, what is leprosy represent? Remember, brother uh, uh, Randy, he told us about it. What represent? Sin. Okay, well, so... Uh, Naaman, he went and knocked on his door. Uh, Elijah sent a messenger to him and said, go to the Jordan River and dip in seven times. And you'll be cured. You'll be good. Okay, well, what happened there? Oh, Abana and Farfar, they are no better than this river, the Jordan River. Brothers and sisters, a lot of times you have a call, no matter what age you are. But we say, oh, no, uh, he can do it better than me. Or we, he can do this or he can do that. And, and me, I'm controlful. You know, a lot of times this is why uh, churches, that they are the shape they are in. Because what? Disobedience. Brothers and sisters, the word of God says that it's better to be obedient than any sacrifice that you can bring to God. So obedience is all the time is good. How you tell your children? I know that some we are, you know, grandpas already, but how we tra- tell our, our grandsons or your kid? How, how you say to, to, to him or her? Obey. Okay, when they obey, did you... Uh, give him a reward to them? Huh? 
Most of the time we do. Why? Because he's a good children. He's a good son or daughter. And so what we do? We give him something to them. Because we pay for the consequences of what we do. If you disobeyed God, you know the consequences are. I give you little examples, okay? But look, in this chapter 5, he, he threw the nets. And what happened? Can, can you, I, I like it to be with you guys. That way you guys can talk to me. Uh, what happened, sister? They caught a fish, right? Okay, so just a little fish, I mean two or three. Brothers and sisters, blessings are abundance, but you need to do something. I need to do something. And you know what this something is? It's just to be obedient. That's all. But what happened to you and I? A lot of times we say, oh, no. No, no, no. That, that Lord, is not for me. Oh, no, no, no. That Lord, you know the church that I go now? I'm going to find me a better church. You know what is the reason that you are still here? Because God wants you here. I'm serious. And I, I, that is something that I don't even understand it. Why, why God got me here? Why? Because he got something for you and he want to bless me. But a lot of times we don't understand what the Lord wants for you and I. And like I told Brother Matthew on Wednesday, sometimes we don't understand the word of God. And really we don't. It's go over, we don't even know. But it's the truth. If you obey, what happened? You'll be better. Correct? So many blessings come to obeying. So many, the Simon Peter here in this instance, they say the nets, when they pull it, what happened? They broke. Can you imagine uh, calling more sheep? That way they can come. And maybe the other guys, they say, you crazy. We are all night up there. You think I'm going to go right now? You see what I'm saying? God got something really good for you, but you just need to do like I need to do is obey God. If we obey, we are better off. Okay? The consequences of obeying God, I'm going to give you another example, and with that I'm going to conclude. But look, the other example is Paul. Paul in chapter 25, the book of Acts, something happened to him. He wasn't about to, but a storm come. Okay? So he got 270 people there in the boat. Okay, well, what happened? They started throwing everything out because they want to be alive. Okay? But let me, let me give you this example. That way you can see where I'm going with this. Even if you just, the only one that you believe in God in your household. You got a good blessings coming. Okay? Well, what happened there? 
the storm started coming and everything it was going all crazy, right? Well, Paul, he said, yeah, hey, 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 just calm down. Don't worry. Everything is going to be okay. Can you imagine they don't even eat or do uh, for days? And then what happened on this, uh, let me see if I get it right. Uh, Acts 27, I'm sorry, 27, verse 25. And look what the Lord said to him. Can somebody read it for me, please? Okay. How can, how can somebody be in a good chair or, you know, jumping all happy when you know for sure that maybe in the boat that you are, it's going to fail? It is impossible, don't you think? It's some things that you, I, I don't get it. How you can be a good chair? Well, Paul, he was a good chair. Why? Because he knows Jesus Christ. He confronted him face to face. And he told him, uh, why you persecute me? It was personal. Well, he came to the knowledge of God, Paul. And now Paul is doing what he was called to do. That he was to what? To go up there and preach. Okay? So, therefore... Nothing bad is going to happen. And, well, let me tell you something before. Not because you obeying, that don't mean that some don't happen to you. Because remember, we have an enemy. And the enemy, it don't going to get like this. Just waiting. No, he's going to do the, I mean, the worst things. That way you can decide to be out of sight of God. And that's the enemy that we have. But it's better to be obedient because you know for sure God is going to bless you. He blessed you already if you know Jesus Christ. So you're going to have a better place. And you know what the most important thing that I see in the Bible? That no matter how long you live in this earth, how painful that you live in this earth, because this Living here in this earth is painful. You see loved ones going and meet the Lord. You see crimes. You see a lot of bad stuff. And it's painful. But you know the word of God says there when we met him, what's going to happen? No more pain, no more sorrow. No more tears, no more nothing. And then we are what? Happy. But we can be happy still here in this earth. It's painful because it's painful. Especially now what happened around the world. But brothers and sisters, it's no better to be with him than without him. I don't know what is your heart, and I guarantee you something. If you trust the Lord 
and believe in him, he will save you. Save you of what? Well, first of all, he's going to save you from going to hell because our, our place be hell. I'm a sinner. And not because you are saved, you say that you don't sin, you be a liar. I'm saved, still sinner, but saved by the grace of God. Because a lot of times, brothers and sisters, we think we are saved. Oh, we, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not sinning no more. We're going to sin till the day that we die. So that, with that in mind, remember, what happened to Paul? Paul, he told them, don't worry. Everything is going to be okay. And what happened? They did. All that was in, the, in the, this uh, ship or boat, what all of them survived. Because what? He was obedient to go and tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. So your house, maybe you be on the, the only one that you know about Jesus. Let me tell you, you be obedient to God, and all the rest is going to be obedient to him. And you say, how that can happen? Well, people watching us. And I say people, but your own family is watching you. Why? Let me ask you this. Why always they call you to say, hey, uh, can you pray for me? Tell me why. Because they know that you are obedient to God. They may be later on, they be obedient to him. But right now, you are the one that need to be obedient. And when you are obedient, let me tell you something. All the rest come in place. It's not what we teach to our sons. I remember when my, my sons, they was going up, a teenager, I say, hey, if you do something wrong, you're going to pay the consequences. It's better to be obedient. If the law said this, just be obedient to the law. Uh, the teacher say, you need to do this, just be obedient to the teacher. Well, brothers and sisters, we are in church. The Lord say to do this, let's do it. Because it's better that than disobedience because disobedience, look what happened to these people. You want to be like Jonah? I mean, let me tell you, a lot of times when we backslide, ah, we think that we have fun. And it's nothing fun up there, brothers and sisters. Believe me, I know. But it's except to each of us to do that or be like Jonah. And after that, after all, Jonah, he went and did what he called him to do. So, I mean, it is a win-win situation. You be obedient. You're good forever. You are disobedient? Okay, well, the consequences of that is very bad. And I can give you more examples in the Bible. And you can read it all. But it's except to you if you want to be obedient. God is calling you right now. I don't know what your situation 
and the spiritual way is with God. But I know for sure the Holy Spirit is calling you right now. But it's except to you if you want to disobey the Holy Spirit that is God or you want to obey the Holy Spirit, yes or not. You, the one that make the call. God did everything already for us. And we see it this morning, right, Brother Tucci? We see it. He paid it all. So what we just need to do? Believing. And you know, believing is to be obedient. If you believe, you are obedient. Then you have to worry about something when you are obedient. When you obey, then you have to worry about something. God says he never leave you, he never forsake you. So that is a guarantee right there. So why we get all crazy about economy and a lot of other things? The more older I get, the more calm I go. And I say, why? Why is that? I mean, why do I have to wait all this time? Let me tell you, young guys, you can be the same than any old man here in this church. But you just need to be what? Obedient. Because, brothers and sisters, I wish I can give back my life uh, 20 or 25 years. Right, brother? <laughs> everybody, I guarantee you, everybody here want to, oh man, I wish I knew the Lord a long time ago. Why? Because... He is only the one that gives you the blessing to understand life. When we are unsaved, when we don't know the Lord yet, we do some crazy things, right? I mean, everybody does. Okay, well, you come to know the Lord, and you're still doing some crazy things. But on a different round. But we still do some crazy things. Okay, well, the Lord, he allowed you to do these crazy things. Of course. And he's never going to say no to you. But the consequences of doing crazy things is going to happen. I'm going to end it out with this thought. When you go to the doctor... The doctor prescribes something for you. Okay? He says, okay, you need to take these two pills every day at this hour with no food or with food, the, whatever the case may be. And you say after you run out, out of the, the office, the doctor's office, you say, that man is crazy. Because I said it as my wife. I don't going to take these pills. What? He trying to kill me? <laughs> but it's the truth. Brothers, why we go to the doctor then? If you know the answer, why we go there and waste money? Better give it to me. Because these guys, they make a lot of money. So, I mean, come on. They went to a school to study all your body. 
Okay, and what happened? We say, no, I don't want to take that pill. No, 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 no. Okay, well, a week passed by, two weeks passed by, three weeks, and you started feeling really bad. And asked my wife, where is that pill that he gave me? So I take them, and everything come back to life. Huh? Ah, my brothers? Okay, well, let me tell you, and it's a funny thing, but it's so true. Let me tell you this. Why you, uh, uh, why you don't answer this call right now? God is calling you. He wants for you to be- uh, give you a better life. Right now, he's asking for you. Even though if you don't know Jesus, just come to his knowledge, and you know what? You better off. He's the doctor of doctors, the king of kings. So what is wrong with don't coming today and meet the Lord and Savior? You just need to do one thing, and this thing is to obey. Right now, let me tell you, because that happened to me. Right now, the Holy Spirit is working in each of one of us, no matter what, if you are saved or unsaved. Because the word of God says that he leaves us this comforter that is the Holy Spirit. That way they can guide you. Right now he's talking to you. And you say, oh, you're going to be a Pentecostal? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. But the Holy Spirit is here. Why? Because the word of God say that. And it's no, but I have to have this, or but I have to have that, or I have to get this, or I have to give more money, or I have to get this, or whatever. God is calling you the way you are right now. Don't wait, because you don't know if you got a chance to live tomorrow. That's something that I, I don't make it up. God According with James, he said the life is like a vapor. Okay, I used to live in, in Bakersfield. And 10 years ago, it was a lot of fog. You can don't even see the front of your car. And by five minutes later, it's clear. I mean, and then when I have these bears, I say, wow. Brother, how, how beautiful is God that he gives you this example. He said, okay, well, your life is like a vapor. You see it for an instant, and then what happened? Disappear. And let me tell you, I'm talking to you right now, but I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow to me. It's something that you don't know. But I know one thing, and that's for sure, for sure. If I die right now, I know that I'm going to leave my loved ones because that happened. But I know where I'm going to pass eternity. Why? You maybe ask me why. Why? Simple. Because I obey the Holy Spirit. I come to the knowledge of Christ. And now, therefore, what happened? I'm saved. And I'm saved indeed. Why? Because I believe what the word of God says. I don't know, like say again, I don't know about your life. 
And believe me, I don't know nothing about it. But you know exactly if you die today, where you're going. Let me tell you. If you accept Christ, you're going to heaven. But you don't accept Christ, you'll be in hell. And according with the word of God, that is a place only for the fallen angels. It's not a place for you. This is why God, he sent his only begotten son. That way you can have life and you can have eternal life. It's not what it says, John 3.16. For God so loved what? The world that he gave his only begotten son to whoever no matter what race you are, no matter what color you are, no matter how bad you are in life, that don't, doesn't matter. You believe in him, you be saved. And the Holy Spirit, they will do something in your life after that. And believe me, I know for sure, and you can ask everybody that is here, that if you, you believe in the Son of God, you will be saved. But it's except to you. My brother, my sister, you know God already. Let's just be pray for one another and be obedient. Let the Lord help us. Because brothers and sisters, it's nothing to be better to be obedient. It's just except to you. You make the call. And you make it right now. Like say again, life is too short. You say, well, I'm young. Well, good. Because you still have more years to go. But how are you going to pass your years? With the Lord, you can have everything. Without the Lord, you don't have nothing. Because everything is belong to the Lord. Th you think about it. Think about what I say right now. We think that we have everything. But we don't have nothing. Now. You come to the Lord, and what happened? Everything changed. Why? Because now you are a prince or a, a, a yeah, a prince or a how the princess. And you say, why? Well, simple, because the Lord is the king of kings. So therefore, you are his creation, his son. So therefore, what? You are a prince or a princess. But it's up to you. And it's nothing wrong to call a brother or sister princess or prince. Why? Because you are. Like say again, I don't know what is your heart. I don't know what's going on in your life. But don't be like Simon Peter. They say, well, Lord, yesterday we went and trying to fish. We don't catch nothing. The question the Lord asked him, it was this, throw the nets. He don't ask him, hey, how it was yesterday? Did you see it in the Bible? No, he just said, throw the nets, that's all. He might, he's saying to you right now, just come and give me all you have, everything that you have problems with, uh, anything, anything, just come. And as we close, seriously, don't disobey the Holy Spirit because maybe it's your last chance. And remember, 
sin is a consequence of something that we did bad. So, in close, 